0: everyone, welcome to There's a System to This Madness podcast. I am your host, Osazé Shabazz. Each week, I talk about the difficult situations we face by peeling back the layers of politics, education, and culture. Today is May 30th, 2021. Let's get on to some... Topics that I just want to get off my chest. First thing I never could understand. Why do Democrats talk about things that are in the past? Like Donald Trump being impeached two times. You know, when they say, well, his character is this, his character is that. And he's been impeached two times. He's been caught lying multiple times, all these Stuff That they just keep addressing to, I guess, I don't know if they're trying to change his supporters, um, things like the, the Capitol insurrection or state restricting voting rights or not, I shouldn't say voting rights because I have to be careful. They're not taking away voting rights they're just implementing or doing away with certain perks that people have come used to when it comes to voting, such as free bottles of water, getting rid of voting on Sunday, things of this nature, things that make it easier, I should say. But all the talk show hosts, all of the liberal media, why do they focus On these things, why are Democrats not talking about how they're going to counter all of the things from the past and how they are preparing for it? Don't tell me what somebody has done to you. Or I'm the type of person I'm not going to focus on what you have done to me. I'm going to be motivated on how to prepare for What you're trying to do to me or prepare on how I can counteract your methods, your actions. But for for some reason, Democrats, they don't understand how the Republican Party, how how Republicans work. They don't understand. You can make all these rules. They don't care because they break their own rules. They changed the rules of the game, in the middle of the game. And for some reason, the Democrats do not realize that the Republicans are prepared to continue keeping this rhetoric in the media for the next 13 months so that this will stay on the minds of the people so that they can be distracted and focus on one thing, when the real and truthful things are out there because the Democrats are so busy focusing on things like Trump being impeached two times. You know, they they had the hearing on trying to get get a committee in regards to the Capitol insurrection and they want bipartisan, I guess, it have Republicans come along with them. And I'm like, what the fuck? Mitch McConnell has stated on camera, on record, that he is going to advise all Republicans not to vote or support anything that the Biden administration is putting forward, that this Democrat Congress and Senate are putting forward. So why is it that the Democrats and the White House why are they consistently saying we need a bipartisan joint effort with certain, certain issues? I don't, I just, what the fuck? If somebody just spat out saying, no matter what you do, you're going to still be my enemy. Why the fuck are you still handing them an olive branch? Why are you wasting your time? There, there are Democrats that don't even go along with everything that is being done by the majority of the Democrat parties. You know, I mean, let's look at somebody like Joe Manchin. You know, even even focusing on, and I forget the other, the other, Christy, I, I, can't, I can't say her last name. But these two, particularly Joe Manchin, why are you trying to get him to change his mind on the filibuster? He has flat out said, he is not going for it now. If there's some Republican, because you're going to need Republican. What it says, need 60 votes. Democrats have 50, and the only reason that they have the majority because it's a tie, and Democrats are in the White House. So um Vice President Harris will be the tiebreaker. That's the only they they got the majority by one vote, and that's the tiebreaking vote. That's how the Senate is controlled by the Democrat. And and, in my opinion, you don't even have control because a slim margin like that and technically one Democrat could easily vote with the Republicans. And And Joe Manchin is that type of motherfucker that if you pay him and give him something that will benefit himself and his constituents in West Virginia... It's no doubt my mind. He'll go. I, I I, really only thing I have against the Republican in terms of strategy because as evil as they are. I admire their tactic. But one of the things I can't figure out that the Republicans have not really done is flat out. Just go towards Joe Manchin and say, hey, we're going to put this on the floor. We're going to I get it. You know, the majority leader. Um, Schumer, he controls what goes on the floor. And that's the power of being the majority. But at the same time, in terms of voting away or holding up a certain bill to the point where it just basically dies on the floor, Republicans can do this with Joe Manchin if they offer him something. Because there's no doubt this, like I said, this motherfucker, I know he can be bribed. And if you think about it, the state of West Virginia has benefited greatly because of Joe Manchin, because he sways. Joe Manchin probably right now is the most powerful individual in the Senate because of that. The, 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 The best thing that happened to Joe Manchin was when the Democrats took the White House. And the Democrats got the majority of the Senate because that now puts him in power. To the point where they really have to go through him to get those 50 votes, but a a corporation, a Republican led coalition, they can actually just say, hey, Joe, you do this or you don't do that we can give you this we can give your state this or that and there's no doubt that Joe Mansion will go for it cuz he could be bought at the drop of the dime and i don't i don't and i don't get it why democrats don't take the time to appeal to him and get him on board just find out exactly hey what is it that you truly want what is it that you truly will do so that you can play ball with us and we ain't got to kiss your ass every 2 weeks when something is on the floor that we're trying to push through i mean it's just like let's 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 look at the voting rights the you know the John Lewis voting right okay they they they're going to need about 60 Vote, or get the filibuster drop okay joe manchin has flat out said he is not going to vote to get the filibuster and joe manchin is basically what he's saying he's against the voting rights act it's just it's plain and simple but at the same time he is a democrat so what the democrat parties need to do they need to Take Joe Manchin and set him aside. If if you really want to play dirty politics, you need to find shit on Joe Manchin, or something that would be crucial to his state that is already being implemented. That really that could be taken away. I know it sounds evil. I know it sounds inhumane. But this this shit that they allowing for him to do to them. What's the difference? What is the difference? He don't give a rat's I mean, you think about it. The Democrats control everything. And they got two years to show the citizens of this country that this country is better off with them in control. Yeah, they passed them stimulus checks. The vaccine, you know, is rolling pretty good. But at the same at the same time, it's almost like there's a standstill. We almost now in what this is May, going into June next week, six, so it's, let's say 6 months going into 6 month. There's like a now, there's a dry spot. Yeah, you know, Joe um Joe Biden has lived up to his statements of saying, you know, he want the country to be opened up by July 4th based on the stats. That they're saying, because tomorrow is Memorial Day, pretty much. I mean, it's it's wide open. I mean, truth be told, I went to the playoff game between the Knicks and the um, Hawks. It was sold out. 15,000 Sold out. mass no masks. I would say, I would say probably eh, 65, 70% max was wearing masks. But of course, you eating. You drinking your beers, all that type of stuff. So the mask got to come off. But overall, what Biden has forecast is pretty much. I mean, I just, I just saw. Um, I think it was uh, Indianapolis Five Hundred, a uh, race tournament. Hundred thousand in the stand. One hundred thousand in the stand, and that hot ass sun. Oh no doubt, the mask came off. So let's. I mean. To say that things are going back to normal, you know, I, I personally don't believe that everything will be back to normal. I believe there's going to be some serious changes. I mean, the city of New York pretty much has stated that virtual learning is not going to happen for this upcoming school year. Again, I, <laughs> I would love to see it. Because basically, let's be real, you know, knock on wood, but all it will take is one one case, and this shit is shut all the way back down. And there's a school system as large as New York, if I'm correct, it's the largest in the country, or, or second largest, but I, I just can't predict. I cannot envision that that will not happen. I mean, I'm just, I'm, I'm, I'm a realist, and I'm an optimist, but at the same time, I just deal with reality. I just do not believe that for the whole school year. I don't even think it'll, I don't think they'll make it to Christmas without somebody, a teacher, a student, somebody testing positive. And once they do that, that shit is gonna shut, it's gonna unravel. You know, you got the governor of New York, you got the mayor of New York City, you know, pretty much the mayor, he's hit term limits, so he's just trying to go out on a good uh, sending Uh, The governor, he got all types of sexual allegation bullshit. So he's now capitulating, trying to get, again, play distraction, that shell game bullshit when a politician gets in trouble and don't want nobody to focus on his atrocities. So from that point, he could say, if you want a giraffe in the goddamn schools, he's going to put it in there to get you to stop focusing on his situation. But it's just all this not understanding how things are focusing on what the Republicans have been doing, focusing on Donald Trump's, I guess, character. Really? This is what this is what you want? And see, this is what the Republican Party wants you to think. You know, they want you to focus on this. You know, again, why so much news about the recount of elections? This shit has been officially certified. You know, why we focus on all of the states that are authorizing this so-called company called Cyber Ninjas? I mean, I love the Rachel Maddow show, but it's like I, I want to say almost every night. This is what her show and MSNBC, they focus on this type of garbage. And it's like, who cares about this rhetoric? Why not focus on, first of all, getting this voting right situation. This is real. Getting district, uh, Washington, D.C., making them statehood. Getting Puerto Rico, making that a state. Because, of course, these are highly Democrat supporters. These are the things that need to be done. But the Democrats and the liberal news media, they focusing on all types of bullshit, straight garbage. I mean, there's no such thing going on in the world and in this country that can be reported other than the rhetoric of cyber ninjas. I mean, okay, let's let's say cyber ninjas. They're currently still in Arizona. If they say, yes, the Republicans won, um, the, the, the electoral votes should go to Joe Biden and they go to the other red states. What's, what, what the fuck is going to happen? What's going to happen? Nothing. Now, don't get me wrong. The Republicans are prepared because their whole goal is to get people to have a lack of faith in the voting system. And that will carry over into the next major elections. But I don't understand how if the Republicans are feeding this type of rhetoric to their supporters, how and why would it affect the Democrats? You would think that the Democrats would say, "Okay, yeah, fuck y'all. We're going to keep voting. We want to bury y'all. We kicked you in your nuts last time. But this time. We want to bury you bastards. You would think that the Republican Party would be sticking a dagger in their supporters, but that's not how it works. Because no matter how much rhetoric, no matter how much fucked up shit they candidates do, you got a damn child molester, a guy that's actually being accused of having sex with children, and he's still in office. Still in office. And they got a person that, you know, they done found shit on his friend. That friend is going to testify against him. And guess what? Not a goddamn thing is going to happen. Nothing is going to happen because that is the Republican Party. You're talking about a party that on folds, that focus solely on business and they focus on hate. They focus on hate so much that broke ass people that are Republicans will vote against their own interests, their own that benefits them from their job, their actual direct household, because they are so hatred of people of color to the point where they will vote against their own interests. They will slit their own throat. Just to say if their last word is nigger, they will give up their lives to say that. And I don't get it. Why isn't any type of news being reported on how the lack of fight back by the Democrats are not being displayed? To me, this is what Rachel Maddow and MSNBC and liberal media should be focusing on. There are Republicans right now that are going back to their districts and they're telling their constituents of all the benefits of the stimulus package that they voted against. I do not understand why liberal billionaires, millionaires, media are not, not only are they not reporting this, but they should get billboards in these areas and just say your congressman is full of shit because he voted against or put quotes that how he voted and spoke out against the stimulus package that he's taking credit for. This shit should be plastered on every media outlet. But for some reason, they they I don't know why they just not they're not doing this. You know, I mean. Even the news going on in Israel and how the information is one sided to justify Israel's retaliation. All you hear is the Palestinians shot first. And for one rocket, you know, I know I'm I'm exaggerating like one, but it's almost like for one Palestinian rocket. The Israelis are actually firing like a hundred. You know, I mean, because everybody's saying, well, the Palestinians took, you know, they started it this time. But people don't understand the history of these two, these two countries. But why don't, why don't liberal media actually explain to people what's going on? It's just, it's, it's so, it's so bullshit, which, you know, the day I heard that, um, The new party in Israel just voted out Benjamin Netanyahu, who, in my opinion, tried that old same American politics tactic where you get your hand caught in a cookie jar, in his case bribes and all types of bullshit, and then you start a war to keep people from focusing on your atrocities. Well, you know, I guess Israeli's see different than americans because in america that shit works all the damn time but i guess it didn't work in israel because they said no dude get the fuck out of here but either way um uh, another a prime example of how republicans are multiple steps ahead of the democrats because what pisses me off is how the democrats just have this belief that they can just rest on their laurels. Well, we won the election, we won the Senate, we got the House, all this type of shit. And the thing is, Republicans are like, you just barely won. You just barely got the White House. You just, ba- you got the Senate based on the fact that the vice president, like I said, is Democrat. So you get really, you got a tiebreaker vote. The House is slimmer than what you realize it is, but. Like I said, when you think about the steps that the Republicans are ahead of the Democrats, how they focus on things such as what Democrats announced that they're going to do and the Republicans on the state level, because, of course, Democrats, you know, We say dumb shit like, I only vote on big elections. I only vote for the president. I vote most times, when it comes to a state level, it's usually the governor. You know, fuck the state level, like the state reps, state senators, school boards and all that stuff. See, they they don't vote for that, and they don't realize that is the foundation. That's your voting district, your restrictions in regards to voting. All this type of shit that's going on. It's the state level. Well, prime example, it's a a law that they have in Florida that the governor of Florida can prevent a citizen of the state from being extradited out of the state if charges are brought on them. Now, think about that. Now, who just recently moved to Florida once they left office? Ah, I'll give you one hint. Donald Trump did. Yes, he has multiple places of residency. He got Mar-a-Lago, you know, I don't know the name of I know one in New Jersey. He got a, a golf course overseas. I mean, he's everywhere. But he chose he went straight to Florida. Now, New York is getting ready to bring these charges up to him. And of course, he could be extradited. But what people don't understand, the governor of Florida can say, no, I don't want this. Now, I don't know if Donald Trump will be willing to hide behind the governor of Florida, because you best believe the governor of Florida, he got his own agenda. Most of these Republicans that have granders of delusions of becoming president, the Republican nominee. See, what they have to do, they have to say, I'm with Trump, with the hope that he falls. Because as long as he's basically on the ticket, they probably don't have a chance. Donald Donald Trump could probably run tomorrow, and he could probably win. And see, these Republicans, you know, the Ted Cruz, the Rubio's and uh, the governor of Florida, they they have this mindset that we got. The, it's almost like we got the side with our enemy. However, we got to figure out a way for him to be demised. So one of the things that will probably give the governor of Florida some props if he blocked the extradition of Donald Trump with the hope that eventually somebody else will take him down Um, just just imagine if New York says we want Donald Trump Uh, DeSantos, the governor of um, Florida, I think I'm saying that right he says no, I'm going to block that okay in regards to the Republican Party he's going to be elevated but he's also looking at the fact he saved Donald Trump, who he can't hurdle over. So you have to realize in his wishful thinking, I took action that would elevate me. But I also saved the person that I have to leap over. Now he has to figure out or hope because, you know, I know doubt in my mind here, you'll throw a monkey wrench in that shit. He has to hope that someone can without his hands or being caught with his hands helping remove Donald Trump from the limelight. And it is no doubt in my mind. It's almost like Donald Trump, the very people that are helping him, the Republicans, they all are also after him. And that's that's got to be miserable. That's that's got to be miserable. But this is what's. This is what's going on. This is this is the Republican Party. But at the same time, instead of Democrats capitalizing on things like this, we too busy focusing on bullshit organizations like cyber ninjas. Because this is what we're talking about. You know, another thing that, you know. That to me, it didn't get a lot of press was you know the um the the airliner that was diverted and forced down with a fighter jet escort so that they can get a, a a individual off the plane and tell the passengers that it was due because a bomb was on the plane the plane sits on the ground I think the plane came from i think oh gosh well want to say Ireland and they diverted the plane, landed the plane in in, in a hostile territory, basically for the reporter at least, and several hours later, it's back in the sky and, you know, nothing happens. This is, you know, one of Putin's allies for a reporter who spoke out against the government, spoke out against the president. You know, shit like this that's going on in the world because he spoke out against the politics. You know, one of these president for life. But, you know, a, you know, a supporter of Donald Trump. But, you know, it's it didn't get that much news media because we focusing on, you know, recounts in Arizona by some bullshit group that, you know, let them recount. I'm like, let them recount. Let them do all the recounts. What, what good is it going to do? What was Donald Trump is going to, you know, dust his, dust his clothes off and get in his car and drive up from Florida to D.C. And Joe Biden is going to be like, OK, pack up his shit and go to Delaware. I'm like, are y'all crazy? Oh, my God. This is this. It's, you know, it's, it's about entertaining versus providing information. You know, even though like. Like, let's, let's talk about this news. The one year anniversary of George Floyd's death, which, you know, I'm thinking, you know, an anniversary of a person who literally, basically was smothered to death. But, you know, I guess we gotta have some type of benchmark. But, you know, one of the stats that was brought up was that since since from May to May of 2020 to 2021, 181 black people in the United States have been killed by police 181 now it was based on the fact that 966 police killings were reported in that time span black people make up 13% of the U.S. population However, the number of killings by police officers is 18%. Now, when you put that on a white perspective, it was believed that of the 966, 37% of that total were white people. However, when you look at the population as a whole, Seventy six percent of this population is white. So when you look at those numbers and you look at how skewed that is and if people say there's not a problem. See, I've always felt that there's some type of mandate. I'm sorry. I just believe that they the police department or it might be even something bigger. I'm not trying to be no conspiracy tinfoil hat type person. But I'm just saying, this shit do not smell right, don't look right. If it got a taste to it, it tastes nasty as fuck because you cannot tell me there's a mandate by the police department to shoot black people first. When you look at the videos of how they apprehend and interact with white people, I mean, there's shit that happens to black people on Monday and they'll show a video on Tuesday of white people doing way. I mean, think about, I wish I, I wish I knew the stat of out of that 181 black people that was killed. I would love to know how many of them were pulled over or what started out as a misdemeanor or something that really would have ended up as a misdemeanor. I guarantee of the thirty-seven percent of white people that were killed, because you got to realize these are the white people that shoot shoot up places, and the police take them down. See, that's that's a whole different ball game. It's almost like when they are appreh- if, if they were apprehended, what percentage of those white people was convicting a serious crime, or the number of incidents where you see white people trying to run over police officers and the police do their very best to not pull. I mean, you see, you see pictures and videos of when police officers, white police officers approaching black people and they got their hands on their guns. You know, the situation, the other case in Minneapolis where The so-called female police officer, who's a trainer, shot the man because she felt that he had to be apprehended when two police officers already had control of him. And this guy, forget his his name, I I think his first name was Dom, I can't forgive me. But I'm thinking, I'm looking at his stature. This guy couldn't have weighed no more than 140 pounds. And he's apprehended by two police officers and she still feels the need to tase him though. She shoots him because she claimed that she didn't run. Really, Cause that's, it's nothing but panicking. That's fear It's fear and panic. And they got police officers out here that are fearing the people. And this is bullshit. But yet this is what, you know, when you turn on your TV, nobody wants to talk about this. This is not what the liberal media is talking about. These are stuff that you have to find and look up on your own. But I digress. We're going to close this out because I I use this podcast to inform people. Also, it's kind of like a little bit of my therapy that I use on myself to just get things off my chest. But shit, I done made myself mad now just talking to you all. But anyway, this has been another episode of There's a System to This Madness podcast. I am Osaze Shabazz. Please, please, please show your love and support by liking it. Or by all means, give me your comments so I can improve so that hopefully I can get you to change your mind and like it. Until then, please stay safe. I know the CDC, if you've been double vaccinated, you don't need a mask inside. To me, that is straight bullshit and garbage. I've been double vaccinated and I still wear two masks. To me, wearing a mask indoors, like public grocery stores, sporting events, things of that nature. I think this is going to be something that we just (laughs) I hate to say it, but we just going to. We're going to just be born with a mask on. They give you a mask at the hospital when you're born, like they give you a social security number. But anyway, until then, God bless. Take care. Talk to you next week. All right, guys, thanks for listening to Desert System to this Madness podcast. If you like what you heard and you want to hear more, be sure to like and subscribe. To continue the discussion that we had today, make sure to check out our Facebook page. See y'all next week.